This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with the goddess of food writing critique, Ann Christensen, a.k.a. Evervescent. A.k.a. Driving a minivan soccer mom. Yeah. I'm doing this right now. Okay. Anybody who listened last week might have noticed that Jordan filled in for me because I had a car emergency. Yeah. So were you the person like that because your car was out? You was on the news the other day (laughs) on the interstate on that Lime scooter? You caught me. You caught me. I thought, you know... (laughs) I mean, they're out there. I've, you you look good it. in a scooter, by the way. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I can I see mean, just seeing a scooter. I right never now. heard you couldn't take it on the expressway. <laughs> this week's edition of This Bites, uh, we're going to get into uh, some Korean food. Uh, talking about Chard's uh, Sunday's uh, dinners they offer. Really cool menu. Traditional kind of Korean dishes. The Journal Sentinel did a cool little story about this diner in the middle of uh, the woods, northwest Wisconsin, that serves jerk chicken and craft beers. So I thought that was interesting to talk about, and it's an interesting story. And then we're going to talk about some late-night menu options at this new, uh, relatively new uh, sushi place called Spicy Tuna. But let's kick it off with Chard, uh, which is the Korean restaurant here in it's the Third Ward, right? But anyway, Chard has a Sunday dinner, so every Sunday they serve these uh, very traditional Korean dishes that a lot of, like, I've had growing up because, you know, I've said it before, uh, most of my friends in school growing up were Korean. Uh, my goddaughter is Korean. I was eating kimchi in like middle school and high school, like before people knew what kimchi was. You were ahead of the trend, Tariq. And it wasn't intentional. Just we're friends. He's like, come over. And I go, what's that smell? It's like, it's kimchi. Oh, what's kimchi? It's like sauerkraut. And like, I had it. Oh, like, okay. Oh, this is good. So this is like. You're working on that, that gut health back then, yeah. Tariq. That was like 90s, like early. Yeah. 90s, like really early 90s. But anyway. So, Chard, uh, every Sunday, they're doing these uh, uh, Sunday dinners. So, they're switching up the menu with traditional dishes like uh, dak galbi, which translates spicy chicken, which is basically chicken thighs seasoned with cumin curry grilled with potatoes, mushrooms, and onions and scallions. There's also, most people are familiar with uh, bulgogi. There's a beef bulgogi and pork bulgogi. So, that's, people like call that the gateway to Korean cuisine, Korean barbecue. Mm-hmm. Then there's bimbimbap, which most people are familiar with, the rice dish and the top with carrots and daikons and kimchi. Um, but the thumbs up, thumb things that people are not familiar with is probably, I know, your dish you want to try, the bude jjigae, <laughs> which is, yeah, it's it's kind of a, you know, throw everything in it. It's the story behind it, of course, the Korean War. Kind yeah. Of creative, as a shortage mm-hmm. of food. So, and But that tradition carried on. So the base is a spicy soup. The broth is really good. It's loaded with kimchi. It's bacon, sausage, spam, tofu, ramen noodles, zucchini, mushrooms, onions, and scallions. What I mean is like throw what's, what you have to make something to, to go, you know, to carry you through the day or the week. So that's Budi Jie. Uh, it translates army stew. So they took the spam that was, you know, the bases had the spam and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's an acquired taste, but the broth is good. Coming up, we'll continue our conversation uh, about this really cool diner in Northwood. <laughs> North Woods of Wisconsin that serves jerk chicken. I, you know, we can't make this stuff up. No, that's we just really can't. I wonder if that jerk chicken. That jerk chicken must be really good. Oh, I yeah. I, I, I think I, we I, need to make a road yeah. trip up there. Uh, we we'll also continue our conversation with the color food and wine and more on this bites. 
88.9's new podcast series, Backspin, the search for Milwaukee's first hip-hop song is now available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and at RadioMilwaukee.org slash Backspin. Stream all six episodes now. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. Now we're back on this bite. We're going to continue our conversation. We're going to go up to the, uh, to the north woods, I guess, northwest woods of Wisconsin for a, a diner called Delta Diner. Have you heard of this place? I have never heard of this place. This was all news to me, but now I really want to go. It was featured in a story in the journal Sentinel. Sentinel. I yeah. can't say anything today. Featured in the journal Sentinel, uh, where they uh, apparently this diner has been around since 2003, recently opened this uh, thing called the Tin Tap House and Chicken Shack. Uh, apparently, people drive up hours just to get a meal from this diner. They're yeah. apparently known for their kind of twist on diner food. Um, and they're located along County Highway H in the middle of the north woods between Iron River and Ashland. Uh, and it's a... It's, it's located in a 1940s Silk City Diner, and it looks really cool. Like the photo here on the Journal Sentinel uh, website looks really cool. Um, but recently they opened this 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 tap room and tap house and chicken shack, and what they're serving out of this shack is jerk chicken. Yeah, jerk chicken of all things. And it's like literally, I'm looking at pictures. You're in the middle of the woods eating jerk chicken in Wisconsin, North Wisconsin. Uh, and they also serve craft beer along with it, and they do it look like every day, but they 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 do it till they run out, kind of the thing. And so they're also doing uh, Jamaican side dishes, so really? rice and peas, and the peas um, or, or the rice and peas are made with coconut milk and spices and red beans. They do fry bread and callaloo, which is a popular, right. which is a popular wow. Caribbean, di- yeah, cra- popular Caribbean dish made of cooked greens. Uh, yeah. So, so the story looks like, I guess, basically for over 20 years, the the the, oh, the owners and her friends been taking annual trips to Jamaica. And during that time, they became friends with a couple who runs a jerk pit in Montego Bay. I guess they kind of uh, took that on. They love that spice. So I'm, I'm curious because it's hard to make jerk chicken home because uh, to do it right, there's one ingredient that you can't really find here. Scotch bonnet pepper. Yeah. Because it has, it's, it's related to habanero, but it has a little more fruity Kind of but why flavor. can't you have them shipped to you? You can ship it, but but as far as like just picking up a grocery store, I want to make some jerk chicken. Oh, right. That's... You can't. You have to like order Amazon or something. Because like you can use habanero as a substitute, but to really make it jerk chicken the way it's supposed to be, scotch bonnet is the key. Okay. Um, so I'm curious. They actually, uh, I'm betting they do. They do all this work. <laughs> I bet they get the, um, the uh, scotch bonnet. So a really cool place, and it's it's they do it out of shipping containers. So, I uh, just it just seems like it's something that I would love to just drive up to and like try. I think that's a long drive. Not that it's not going to be worth it. I don't. I'm, I'm hopefully it is, but that is way up there. We we'll take our bird scooters. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Great idea, Tariq. So yeah, that's that's. I just I'm just fascinated by this whole story. This Delta Diner sounds really interesting. Their website's kind of cute. Um, they're serving Jamaican food in the north woods of Wisconsin. Uh, and uh, they have picnic tables overlooking the White River. Reggae music is playing. I mean, come on. What more could you want? Really? That's, a, that's a road trip right there. Yeah. 
So, anyway, definitely check it out. Delta Diner, Wisconsin Northwoods, serving jerk chicken and Jamaican cuisine. Yep. Cool. Next, uh, coming up, is uh, kind of a relatively new sushi joint. Spicy Tuna. Mm-hmm. Uh, located on National, National Avenue. Avenue. Yeah. Um, apparently, they're known for the very photo pretty magazine worth pretty shots of their sushi. Oh, so the Instagram shots. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they start doing something new. Uh, they're doing a late night Thai menu. Yep. Um, Thursday through Saturday, starting at 9. And on some nights, uh, through two, wait, Thursday through 2 a.m., I think, and then 2.30 on the yeah. weekends, which is amazing. It's hard to get late night food. And yeah. like kind of the food they're serving is perfect for late night drinking. Like, Milwaukee, it really needs places for drinking food. You know what I mean? Like the small kind of, it's really well known in the Asian countries that you go places, you're drunk. In Korea, soju, you see pictures of people drinking and it just, it's just small plates and stuff. And Milwaukee really doesn't have the, that option. You know, either you go to get a, some places just have a full meal, Vanguard or, you know, good kind. Good kind. But yeah. like places where you can just get some just fried stuff and just, you know, it's yeah. very few places like that. You're right. You're right. No, but it's, it's heavy in Asian culture. Um, you'll see that in Japan and Korea where night of drinking that you get hungry. Yeah. You, you want to soak up. You want that grease to soak up the alcohol. Yeah. But here, you know, it's far few in between. But anyway, going back to. Um, Some of the things that you can get there. At there is this late night Thai menu. And it looks, it looks really good. Like Thai jerky is some of the things they have there. Uh, there's shrimp. And they call this uh, kind of. Um, Thai tapas, kap clam, clam. I hope I pronounced that right. I apologize. Uh, Anne told me how to pronounce it, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, okay, blame me. Sure, <laughs> sure. Um, one of the biggest things is this platter, uh, which is like this huge platter, like kind of variety platter. Like they have the chicken. It's like a poo-poo platter. Yeah, and it's crazy. It looks good. It's like it has like papaya salad, uh, long beans, um, salted black rice field crabs, which are edible. Um, so they they went all out looking I at the platter. It looks like something really yeah not gentrified, but really good. Um, There's little like little meatballs. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds to me like the flavors are kind of sweet, salty. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of like contrast, especially if you're out late nighting it. This is what I want to eat if I'm drinking. That, that's what I'm thinking. Like I'm this is like you. this is the thing I would eat while drinking. Yeah, like, I'll be in heaven. Um, so this is going on now, and again, the hours are great. There's even soup. Um, so the, again, the hours are, the late night meetings available only Thursday nights from 9 to 2 p.m., Friday and Saturday evenings from 9 p.m. to 2.30 a.m. We need more of those kind of places. Mm. So you're going to be there? Yeah, I will be there. Okay. But I won't be there this weekend because I'll be in, I'll be going to D.C. Oh, right. You told me that. That's right. Next. We got uh, a harvest, like Little Duck is doing, yeah. which is Little Duck is the, the uh, cousin, sister to Odd Duck, correct? Sister, wife, I don't know, husband. Baby's mama? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Odd Duck, right? Yeah, we know about Odd Duck. Great small plate re- restaurant in Bayview. Did I quack you up? This, oh, ooh, nice. Uh, little Duck is uh, their, you know, their little kind of private event space. So not just private events. They do um, some special dinners and things like that um, that are open to the public. And um, mentioning this one because you're going to want to get your t- your reservation um, early. On September 14th, they're doing a harvest dinner, but it's two nights. So it's it's actually, I'm sorry, for the 14th and the 15th. That's a Saturday and a Sunday night. 
And uh, it's going to be an eight-course collaboration between Odd Duck's executive chef and owner, Ross Bachhuber, who's um, he and Melissa own both of both Odd Duck and Little Duck, and Cole Ursel, who is the culinary director of Three Floyds Brewing and Distilling. And if you remember, Cole used to be the chef at Wolf Peach. Yes. And uh, so anyway, they're going to be doing um, kind of a celebration of Wisconsin farm season uh, using local ingredients. So I don't know what those menu items are going to be yet, but um, eight courses with optional beverage pairings. There's a veg- vegetarian menu available if, if you like, if you w- would like that. Um, and uh, very reasonable, by the way. And uh, the Little Duck, it's held at, it's going to be held at the Little Duck Kitchen, which is mm-hmm. 2301 South Howell Avenue. And that is the old Hello Falafel. They yes. used to run a restaurant mm-hmm. called Hello Falafel there. And, um, 6 p.m. reception, 6.30 p.m. dinner. That's September 14th and September 15th. Uh, And September 14th and 15th. I'll be busy that weekend. You already know that? Yeah, I'm I'm doing a um, uh, a partnership with Maker Faire, uh, Feeding America, Eastern Wisconsin, and Myad. We're hosting a um, uh, hackathon for hunger. Oh, good for you. I was looking at... trying to find solutions to certain issues dealing with food security, food access, food literacy, and, and we're inviting people in the tech community, design community, students, business people, people who care to come up with ideas that maybe we can hope if they're great ideas that we can take it further. So that's what I'm doing that, that weekend at Maker Faire. So it's kind of cool. food related. Yeah. You can find more details. I'm shamelessly plugging. At RadioMilwaukee.org. You are shameless. You are absolutely shameless. But it's a good cause. Okay. Anyway, next up, uh, there's a new hotel and a new restaurant at that hotel. What's the deal with that? Well, the hotel isn't open yet. It's um, uh, it's a there's a hotel opening in Menominee Falls called. There's a lot of hotels happening in there. It's actually a renovation um, of a hotel into of of an existing hotel into a Delta by Marriott. Okay. And um. So that is nearing completion in October. Um, there is going to be an all-day restaurant cafe with house-made cocktails and weekday happy hour. And that uh, place is going to be called Waterland, Waterland Coffee Bar and Bistro. And so they've announced some of the menu items. I'm going to go through a little bit of that. for. Um, and, you know, I got to tell you, Tariq, this, their, their focus is classic comfort dishes okay. with a fun modern twist. I'm, I know, I know, but you know what? I feel like this whole comfort theme is back. Yeah, I don't like. I mean, comfort. maybe it didn't I, go anywhere. I want to do. I want to do uncomf- uncomfort. foods. Uncomfort okay. Comfort food. I'm all um, about that. Sure. So uh, these dishes include things like a roasted half chicken presented in a cast iron skillet with sautéed baby carrots and shallots and sweet peas. You know that's so comforting. Um, uh, also braised veal shank. Uh, prepared with orange gremolata, sweet peas, baby carrots, and shallots. They're going to have their own build-your-own tacos, the Waterland Tacos. So you can get creative and pick your meat, um, whether it's braised pork shoulder, roasted chicken, or fried cod. Mm. Uh, And um, their cocktail menu is, of course, going to have multiple old fashions, classics, and some uh, original inventions, apparently. Um, And... uh, there's actually one that they're that an old fashioned that relies on or uses black walnut bitters and brown sugar. That sounds tasty. Yeah, um, 
And another drink that has a the, the honey drip that is made with tea infused bourbon, apricot jam, lemon juice, honey, and ginger beer. So they're taking their cocktails quite seriously as well. Okay, sounds like. Yeah. So that's in October. Opens in October. Yeah. There's a lot of hotels happening around here. I wonder why. I know. I know. It's like there's something happening in July of next year that's happening. I here. wonder what that is. That's good. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> next up is the uh, the lineup, uh, the schedule of events for the annual Kohler Food and Wine has been announced, taking place October 17th and 20th. There's a lot of amazing things happening. So we're just going to highlight some of the few things that we, like, piqued our interest but well, we're going to kick off with some of the talent coming, celebrity talent. I don't see you on here, Ann. No, and I didn't, I didn't see you either. Oh, I, I, they said talent. I'm, I, I, <laughs> you mean I, that just goes without saying? I was talking about you. Well, it oh. Didn't say, it, oh, it, it, you're it, trying to be self-deprecating. It didn't say celebrity okay. loser. It said celebrity oh, talent. Stop. So I didn't see you on here. Uh-huh. But anyway, they have Carla Hall. Most people are familiar with Carla Hall. And, um, her From, cookbooks. Wasn't she, and, at, she, was on, well, she was on that show that- you? The Chew, that's it, which is no longer, I think. Because it was a take on The View. But she also owns a restaurant, too, doesn't yeah. she? And, mm-hmm. and I, I believe you've said you've seen her at the James Beard Awards. Yeah, she was a, a host. Presenter? A Present. host, okay. Yeah. Um, but I was, more, I was more paying attention to uh, Layla Ali. Oh, right. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so she's one of the guests. Uh, the, uh, the chef I'm really, I'm, 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 a, I'm a, kind of a fan of, uh, a fan of, Jet, Jet Tila. Who is a um, chef out of uh, Los Angeles, known for his Thai Asian fusion cuisine, um, doing some really cool stuff. He's going to be there, and then uh, one of your chefs at your church, Manit Chauhan, Chauhan, yeah. which is the um, first Indian female competitor on Food Network's Iron Chef America, and a next Iron Chef. There's too many of these shows. I know. Um, huh. I, I missed the original Iron Chef, the one. With subtitles. Oh yeah, that was that was the best. That was so good. Yeah, I mean they should bring that back. I mean because it's now Aaron Chef is so tame with the ingredients, and like, but the original one they went all out. Yeah, I love that. Anyway, so those are some of the guests are going to be at the uh, Kohler Food and Wine. Of course, there's going to be wine. There's a lot of wine events, and I'm not going to get into that because I'm not going to whine about it. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Um, should, so I mention, what, should I mention yeah, a couple things? About, that, yeah. yeah, okay. So Manit, uh, the, the Indian chef, uh, is doing an almost Thanksgiving. I think this is interesting because um, this, this kind of shows you a way to add something, a little different global twist to your holiday meal, mm-hmm. which I don't think a lot of people do. We like tradition. That's totally yeah. fine. But I love some of the things she's going to be making. She's going to... She's going to make a turkey roulade kebab stuffed with saffron basmati stuffing, <laughs> a pumpkin coconut curry, and a cranberry ginger five-spice chutney. Uh, those are just a few of the things she's going to demo. Uh, let's see. Also, um, the Bartolotta Kitchen Takeover dinner. That's, a, that's an actual dinner, so that's not okay. a demo. And this features um, the Bartolotta chefs Adam Siegel and Aaron Bickham. And um, they're going to be doing a four-course four dinner that kind of gives you a tour of, I guess, the Bartolotta restaurants. And each dish is going to be paired with an old-world wine versus its new-world counterparts. Oh. That's kind of interesting. Also, I assume old-world means Europe and then new wine means America. I would, I would guess, I would I'm guess that, that to be. Well, Bloody because fancy. it sounds better. It, it, it sounds more interesting, <laughs> right? I mean, old world. Well, um, if I was a European, I'd be a, I'd be offended by that. 
Really? Would you? Okay. Yeah, like, I'm not old world. Well, like, I'm a, we're, we're new and fancy. We got bullet trains and I don't know. Okay, so I also, you probably know I love America's Test Kitchen. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I love I love the idea of testing, testing, testing recipes and really getting the best of... Is there a Test Kitchen in Milwaukee Magazine? No. Oh. oh, gosh, no. No, no, no. We I would love one, oh. but we don't have one. So America's Test Kitchen, which is the, obviously the TV show, there uh, there's going to be a demo with um, a couple of the, the cast members. It's called Spice Your Way to Flavor with America's Test Kitchen, uh, and they're going to be... Just talking about seasoning foods from toasting and steeping to infusing spices into baking ingredients and condiments. Mm. Um, and then, of course, that whole idea of foolproof recipes from the test kitchen. Uh, and you know what? I don't think you can underestimate the idea of seasoning, the right seasoning no, of food. So I think that could be a really useful. They're doing another one called, did you just say unlocking the power of spices? What was that called? Spice your way to flavor. Oh, they have another one uh, with Jack Bishop, Maker Test Kitchen cast. Unlocking the power. Yeah, you got to so, unlock it because it's so, locked. That's happening. Uh, for those who are in this, like not wine, they do have some uh, some events around revolving around spirits. So there's uh, discovering world spirits, Japan, India, and Mexico. That sounds really cool. So it's he's, it's basically like looking at what has to offer the liquors and spirits from all those regions, those countries, Japan, India, and Mexico. I would love to know. Like, I would love to go to that because I'm always fascinated by like other countries' spirits. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Who knows? Um, other things I thought would be kind of interesting, uh, scrolling through the pages where my highlight it is. Oh, the Carla Hall event. She's doing a, a, a bean thing. So make sure to bring your beano. Your beano? Oh, yeah. She's called Goodbye Boring Beans with Carla Hall. So she's going to talk about uh, baked bean pot liquor um, and how to prepare beans the right way and not taste like, you know, you just poured them out of the can and heat up in the microwave. Not naming any names out there. <laughs> so, again, that's the uh, little highlights of some of the events taking place at this year's Kohler Food and Wine happening in October 17th through the 20th. We'll post links to our website and all that kind of stuff. And um, it's pumpkin spice season, by the way. It's coming. Yeah, I don't really want to get into that because, I mean, really? Yeah. I thought, it's too soon. I let you think people get sick of it, but people don't get sick of it. I don't get why. But anyway, that's this week's edition of This Bites. This Bites produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and generosity from our membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash This Bites on iTunes, Spotify, NPR, or anywhere you get your podcasts. As always, stay hungry. And keep the Malort cold. And free from pumpkin spice. And you know what? I didn't see any Malort included in this Kohler food and wine. Because they don't have taste. They, I, they don't have no. They have no culture. Right. <laughs> I mean, come on. Get with it. Well, folks. Uh, uh, like a, uh, a workshop on making malort cocktails. We've talked about it. Yeah. I think you're yeah. gonna have to do it. Anyway, have a great weekend. You too.